Hello, you're listening to What the Tech Africa, brought to you by Africa Tech Radio. I'm Jessica Fortunes, driving conversations around tech in Africa. If you haven't subscribed yet, now would be a good time to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on enlightening conversations. You can't talk about tech in Nigeria or Africa and not mention Lagos. Lagos, a port city and the most popular city in Nigeria, is known for its beach resorts, nightlife, and activity. Though Lagos is the smallest of the 36 states in Nigeria, it is the sixth largest city in the world by city population and a major financial center in Africa. Eko, as Lagos is called by the locals, has become as the Silicon Valley of Africa, with investors from our with investors from around the world coming to invest millions of dollars yearly and producing some of Africa's best startups such as Iroko TV, Jobberman, Flutterwave, Paystack, and more. Today on What the Tech Africa, we'll be talking about how Lagos became Nigeria's tech capital. How did Lagos do this? And what can other states in Africa learn from Lagos? To have this chat with me today is a man who is well-informed. He's the Lagos State's Special Advisor on Technology and Innovation, Honorable Olatsubosu Alake. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. So before we move into the conversation, don't forget that you can join the discussion. Send in your reactions and comments via WhatsApp to 0913-5581-766 or through email, which is podcast at africatechradio.com. Now let's go straight into today's conversation. So, Sal, let's start with a little background on what you do as the special advisor to Lagos States. Okay, uh, thank you very much for having me. So in my capacity as special advisor to the governor, um, we help drive the innovation ecosystem in Lagos uh, by enabling different pillars. So we, we operate quite a bit in, in funding of startups and research initiatives across um, universities and colleges of education in Lagos. Uh, we drive the smart city implementation in Lagos. Uh, we do the metro fiber um, uh, implementation. So uh, in, in a nutshell, it's really driving the innovation and technology agenda for Lagos State. How do we drive local problem solving to local issues through the use of technology? And, and our, our activities span uh, you know, different sectors in driving that objective. So that, that's really uh, what my portfolio is all about. So we have different projects that fulfill uh, different, uh, the, the strategy or the mandate for driving technology and innovation in Lagos State. Okay, great. It sounds like an amazing work you're doing. And so how would you describe the growth of technology in Lagos State since your appointment? Well, we've, we've had uh, definitely um, much more public sector involvement uh, since I've come uh, into this position. Uh, innovation and technology, especially tech-enabled businesses, started growing quite a bit at the beginning of the last decade. Um, uh, we all know Yaba and how that came into being. Um, I think really how it started was an agglomeration of people within the ecosystem um, uh, including telecoms companies. Uh, I think the right of way was given to Main One uh, to put fiber in that uh, area. And, you know, 
very important stakeholders came together and really through that uh, leveraged that connectivity and, and started to build you know, an ecosystem of tech-enabled businesses in that area. You know, we, are, we want to take Yaba further, right, and really have an agglomeration of talent and facilities for rapid innovation and rapid technology development. So we've seen uh, double-digit growth in, in tech-enabled businesses in Lagos. We've seen um, single-digit growth in connectivity. More companies have come on board. We have unicorns now all from Lagos State, billion dollar businesses, and we have even more in the pipeline. So there's, as you can see, there's quite something, an entrepreneurial fervor in Lagos State that is driving uh, uh, technology development. And of course, this is in no small part to uh, government, public sector in, in its own way is also adding, uh, not just to the narrative, but adding concrete enablers to be able to drive uh, technology development in Lagos State. So we, we think the future is quite bright and I, I think we even haven't, we haven't really touched, um, you know, the growth potential of, of Lagos State. So th there's quite a bit of more to come. Wow, I am excited for what's to come because right now it looks like Lagos is bubbling and talking about Yaba, I think there's no tech startup that <laughs> probably hasn't gone through Yaba, which is to show that there's work going on there. So you've talked about the upward growth and the rising of technology in Lagos, but what exactly would you say is the cost of it? Why is Lagos growing so fast ahead of others? I think the, the first and foremost is the talent that, that is available in Lagos. Uh, the, the, the people uh, generally are, are the primary, um, should I say, they are the primary harbingers of growth they are really responsible for what is happening in Lagos. Just the diversity that is available in Lagos. In Lagos, I think Lagos is one of the only um, uh, cities in the nation that is very diverse. You can find almost any culture. And because of that diversity, it has added to the richness of uh, the economy in Lagos. So Lagos, somebody from the north can come, somebody from the east, somebody from the west can come and all coexist peacefully in Lagos. And that, of course, lends to uh, economic growth. It leads to talent development. Lagos also has one of the highest literacy rates in Lagos. Lagos has one of the most organized economies in. So all of these enabling things. And, and of course, um, while we, we all know the issues in Lagos, you can't count the government of Lagos out as well in, in kind of stratifying this structure in Lagos that, that definitely aids uh, technology development. So all those factors are there. And, and, and I would say that Lagos is a, is a prime supporter of technology. We have a body in Lagos called the Lagos State Science Research and Innovation Council. Last year, we funded about 22 startups right uh, and some of them are doing very well uh, in the international scene at the moment and i'm sure we are going to get some billion dollar businesses from some of these companies that we funded not only that lagos is one of the first states in the federation that is funding pure science research basic research and applied research in our universities this doesn't happen very often in this part of the world why? Because we want to develop truly original ideas, 
from Lagos State. It's one thing to adopt technology from outside. It's another thing to create it. And so we are focused on creating it so that we can have long-term economic value in Lagos. I think these are kind of our goals and strategies. And this is what contributes to our success. Wow, amazing. You know, the next question was going to be how Lagos State Government is supporting the startups. Mm -hmm. But then you've, talk, you've spoken a bit about it. And most of them have been around, you know, doing things for the new ones coming. What of those that are already established, like the Paystack or the Flutter Wave, the Piggy Vest, which is still, you know, growing and all of that? that mm -hmm. What is the government doing to help them? So, so what, what we want to also do is establish lines of communication with already established um, uh, tech businesses. Uh, that happens through our Art of Technology event we have every year, where we, bring, where we try to bring established tech players, new tech players, um, regulators, um, academics, people in the entire ecosystem to have a conversation about how to design, think, um, strategies and solutions to issues we have in Lagos. So it's about really having um, constructive communication with already established players and getting feedback on how to better design uh, the, the system in Lagos. Currently, we, we have, we're having conversations with the Office of the Presidency on the Startup Act for Nigeria. Lagos is a critical component of that conversation, is that how do we help businesses, tech businesses grow in Lagos? What are some of the tax incentives we can give them? What are some of the uh, fast track permits that we can help see through? What are the connections we can make for some of these companies, both in the public and the private sector? Uh, and, and how can we further help expose these companies to the international community? These are things that we are looking at to help already established players and even new players. Mm, amazing. It's quite interesting that you also mentioned, you know, the communication between the government and these tech startups. So from your experience, I mean, in the past, we've had startups say, oh, the government doesn't listen to what they say with regards to some of the policies that have been put in place that have affected them negatively. Mm -hmm. So what exactly would you say is the current communication or relationship between the Lagos state government and tech startups in Lagos? Yeah, we, we have quite a robust communication, at least through my office. Um, I, 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 I know quite a number of startups and we've engaged with quite a number of startups, both at our event level, uh, 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 at our event level at the AOT and through our different interventions that we have in the ecosystem. But, uh, but I must also say about the, the general perception that Lagos State doesn't help uh, startups or does things that, that hurts the community. One of the things we have to look at is, um, you know, in Lag Lagos is a very huge market and has different sectors of the economy. So apart from even um, technology, even though technology dovetails into everything, um, you have, say, transport, you have energy, and a lot of those sectors have different objectives, right? They have different strategies on how they want to achieve economic value for the state. And so um, a law or an, a regulation in a particular sector, right, could have unintended consequences on another sector, but it's not deliberate. You understand what I'm saying? That sector might be uh, establishing laws because it sees this is what is best 
for it in that particular sector. Now, um, always there, are, there are always um, uh, how should I put it? Usually there, are, there. Are, uh, what, what do you want to call it now? Interactions between uh, Lagos State and many players in different sectors when regulations and ordinations want to come about, especially if things go through the House of Assembly and, and things like that. There are always sittings, there are always meetings that are called so that uh, people understand uh, the impact of what some of these things uh, will happen. But I, I would say, let, let, let me also mention that 70% of the people in, in Lagos state government are Lagosians themselves. So they won't want to necessarily do laws that will hurt them because they also have to take transport, they have to use the hospitals in Lagos, they have to do all that. So nobody is going to do or enact a law that will necessarily hurt him or herself or his family members who also... So I think all of that needs to be taken into perspective when people uh, look at Lagos State and not just conclude that, oh, they're just doing things because, you know, they feel like doing them. It's not that at all. Okay, understandably. But then for cases where there have been, like, policies that have negatively affected the startup founders and companies, what exactly does the ministry or the government do to help them? Or you just say, companies, you just go home? No, no, no. It, um, it, so it, it, it's... We, we have de definitely many intervention programs. Look at the Lagos State Employment Trust Fund, for instance, right? During the NSARS protests, there was a intervention fund that was set up for businesses that were affected, right, by those activities. And quite a number of uh, uh, companies and MSMEs have been awarded um, uh, funds, right, and have also gotten access to loans to be able to build back their businesses and things like that. So Lagos State is always open and always interacting with different sectors of the economy, right? Uh, but at the end of the day, Lagos State needs to have a, Lagos State has a wider view of the economy, right? So a, a person in, say, transport might not necessarily understand what is happening in energy, right? But Lagos State government has that wide view. So it will make decisions that are best for it in the specific case. Do you understand? And so, but it always has interactions with people across the board. And there are different intervention programs, right, that help young people. For instance, there's a graduate internship program that is also run by the Ministry of Wealth Creation that puts uh, graduates that fulfill certain criteria into internships. And Lagos State pays their salary until perhaps that company can uh, onboard them permanently, right? There are also um, the Lagos Innovates program that gives uh, startups vouchers to use at innovation hubs because those startups will probably need assistance in setting up their businesses so that they won't have to think about uh, light, they won't have to think about water, they won't have to think about internet. So Lagos State gives them vouchers to be able to use at innovation hubs where they will get internet access, they will get energy, uh, light and everything to help build their businesses, right? So there are many interventions. So Lagos State doesn't People just... People know about these interventions. I yes. feel like someone listening might feel like I've never heard of this before. Are they like obvious where we can see them? Are they... We, we, and that's why I said we, we, we interact quite a bit with the ecosystem. There are quite a number of startups that have benefited from all of this. In fact, 
to date, about a hundred and almost a hundred and forty startups have benefited from the, these things. So they are quite known for those people uh, uh, that that look for them and are in the ecosystem, right? Somebody that might not be in the ecosystem might not really know, maybe because they've not built a business to really uh, that has really interacted. And we, we interact, you know, periodically with the ecosystem to let them know of these new programs. For instance, just two days ago, we, um, no, a few days ago, we had an open call out on the Lagos State Science Research and Innovation Council, where we are calling uh, startups that have ideas in the circular economy, recycling, uh, you know, waste management and all of that, where if their ideas are are found suitable, they'll be awarded a grant of five million, which is about between ten and eleven thousand dollars, right? And for companies that have real ideas that have the potential to scale, higher levels of investment will be considered. So there, 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 there are so many programs, right, that 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 um, businesses can leverage on. Okay, all right then. We are excited about them, and we look forward to you know the amazing startups that will come up from all of these interventions and works that the Lagos State government is doing. So let's go back to the fact that Lagos State has been dubbed the Silicon Valley of Africa. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that's amazing. But then there are other countries or other states across the world. We've heard of Accra, Ghana. We've heard of Nairobi in Kenya. You know, some of all these other states across the world are doing amazing. So what do you think Lagos State needs to do, both the governments and those in the ecosystem, for us to, you know, win the crown or be the, you know, to be the star of the race? I, I think first things first, you know, the, the word Silicon Valley, I think it has been used and abused. So I would like to look for a new name for 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 lagos maybe talent value maybe because mm. we have we okay. have the talent <laughs> you know silicon uh, whenever I, because i'm in tech whenever i think of silicon i always think of semiconductors <laughs> right and 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 that kind of you know because that's what gave the name to silicon valley because semiconductors are made of silicon and the early computing revolution that's where it came from so, but, but I understand the acronym, I understand the name, uh, but I think we have to look for a new name. When I think of one, <laughs> I'll let you know. Okay. But I think, to, more to your question, I think the first thing that we need to do is have deeper interactions with each other. I think both private sector and uh, public sector really need to sit down across the table from each other and really constitute solutions, right? We, we, we all know the problems. Um, a lot of people are working on the problems and we see a lot of serious interventions by startups and private companies really doing amazing things and we really want to enable them and encourage them um, but we we need to be constructive in our interactions i think playing the blame game on both sides wouldn't work so we need to have much more interactions we need to have of those more interactions they need to be more constructive so that we can come up with strategies uh, to really uh, move um, Lagos State forward. I think we also need to have more interactions with the federal government and our lawmakers. Very important. I think young people should begin to take a high interest in the political process and then write your legislator who represents you in your area so that they know the kinds of laws that you require for your business to grow. 
for technology to move faster. The people actually underestimate their power. They have representatives in the Federal House of Reps. These are the people that should advocate and make laws for them. I, I think when young people take a very serious interest in that, I think things will move along much faster. Interest groups, lobbying groups are, are definitely encouraged from the young people. And I also think that um, with some of the things that Lagos State is, is doing in terms of the smart city, I think uh, uh, Lagos State's uh, status will be raised much higher in the level of Silicon Valley-esque uh, <laughs> companies. Okay. Thank you very much. It's been amazing talking to you. Do you have any final words before we round up? Uh, none at all. Um, I think it's, it's just really to encourage those that are really building to continue building and, and definitely value will come. And really, uh, anybody can reach out to me. Um, I'm just an email away. Um, uh, we are here to support builders. We are here to support solution providers. Um, and and we, are, we are really here to encourage the ecosystem, really drive development, both in Lagos and in Nigeria as a whole. Okay. Um, you mentioned an email. Could you call that out? So my email is um, talake at lagosstate.gov.ng. So that's T-A-L-A-K-E at Lagos State. So that's Lagos and then State. .gov.ng. Okay, it's been amazing and very insightful chatting with you today. Thank you very much for allowing us a time to talk to you. Not a problem. Okay, and so guys, you've heard from Honorable Olatsubosu Alake himself, and now you know a bit about technology in Africa in Lagos State and how you also can be a part of it. So if you enjoyed our chat as much as I did, make sure to share with someone. And if you have comments or reactions as well, send in your reactions via WhatsApp to 0913-5581-766 or through email, which is podcast at africatechradio.com. Till next time. Bye-bye.